Hello, everybody. How we doing? Could not be better. We're it's fucking excited to be here. 80 fucking five degrees yeah. outside, kid. Uh, dude, our Have life. I not had a bounce in my step the last few days? I, I think we all have. Yeah. Yeah, it's been awesome. Sunshine. Sunshine matters. Vitamin oh. D. Yeah, it's real. It's real. Absolutely. Uh, so let's let's open with where we left off with travel, right? Okay. Your travel has not stopped. Nope. Mine has. Yes. This is JJ. And this we got Steve. Steve Ham and Egg in That's the us. house again. Thanks uh, again for listening. Yeah. All, all, I think there's about 14 of you, but uh, you know what? We're working on it <laughs> slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. Uh, we're back in the studio and... Steve's last trip after we got off of here was? I went to, uh, did I go to Fargo? No. Yeah. Yeah, I went to Fargo with uh, our young salesperson. Yes, we, we and, hired a uh, junior salesperson. And that was his first trip out on the road? Yeah, uh, his uh, first day was meeting you at the airport, yeah? Accurate statement. I mean, right? Like that, that, is, that is true. He showed up on time. He didn't miss his flight, which is more than we more can than say we can for say a lot for of others. fucking people. Yeah. Absolutely. You, you don't know how excited I was about that, that we didn't have any issues there. It's really <laughs> uh, nice although, to see. Can, can, I just got to jump right to it, man. Do it. Uh, <laughs> so the kid doesn't travel a lot, right? No, not at all. Uh, but oh yeah, he thanks. We out, do have a great story he for that stuck one. Stuck outside to do something. Go to the bathroom. No, he okay. Lo- so <laughs> fast forward to on the way back. Um, that uh, as a rookie traveler, and he'd been great. But yes, he did manage. He, he, he <laughs> we're drinking in the bar, and I said, "Yeah, the bathroom's just down to the left." Nowhere in there did I say downstairs to the left. I said down to the left. So um, he decides he's going to end up going downstairs. And this is Minneapolis Airport. And then once you go downstairs, uh, security can be a bitch. And uh, he, uh, he walked past where it says, once you walk past here, you will have to go through security again. And that didn't seem to be enough to dissuade him from uh, going that route. He was determined to leave the area. And I'm thinking 20 minutes later, this dude's taking a fucking ginormous crap, dude, <laughs> right? Like, go? he is out there. He is, Where'd he, he go? He, he, like, where he's talking to his gal. He'd been gone for a while. And I get this text, uh, yeah, on my way, sort of thing. And it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, we bored. We have to be at the gate in like I hope seven so. minutes. Uh, needless to say, yeah, he had to recheck through security. And... If he had not taken his wallet with him. How fucked would he have been? Fooked. He might still be fucked and fooked. still sitting in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Because we all know from the last story that Steve doesn't like to answer his cell phone after a fucking couple of drinks. Granted, he wasn't asleep yet, but it's I always... I was pretty a- attentive. It was 7.30 and I was, in a, I was upright. You know, I was still clothed. Really what it comes down to, if I'm clothed, I'm usually answering the phone. Does that make sense? That's fair. Okay. I think that's a good rule of life. It, 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 but if I am not clothed, and I have checked out, and, and once I've checked out, that's it, bro. All of our customers out there, the same rules apply to you. If yeah. Steve, if Steve if is I'm not clothed, clothed, I'm not answering the phone. And that could be any time of the day. I hate to tell you that. So it, the rule is not um, bound by hours or day. Just just everybody. Yeah. That's but fair. anyhow, that's that's the rule. So our junior sales guy finds himself. He finds himself back um, <laughs> outside of security. Yes, gets back through, makes the plane. Yes, N- nothing's lost or hurt. Nothing but, lost or hurt. But, um, when, but when I heard that, I just yeah. I, I, I I know how he got himself there because I've found myself Absolutely. in in similar circum not not even similar circumstances, but I could see how somebody that doesn't travel a lot could find themselves in that position. Kind, well, if I recall, kinda. he might have shared with me that was only his second time on an airplane 
if I recall. Yeah, I get a head nod over there because he may or may not be the kid that runs the board now. Because see, this is what we do with our labor. We just we, we do whatever what the fuck we can if we're paying you. You're fucking working. Just kidding. Uh, sort of, kind of, kind of, sort of. He actually really wanted to do the board. So um, yeah. Uh, he is working it and we got a head nod that, yeah, it, it was only his second time traveling and, and it was interesting. Um, but we got some leads, we're closing business, um, an experience. How, how the show was good. I, uh, for I Fargo standards. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, you have done that Fargo Metrodome dome show. floor. Fargo dome. Big, big, yeah. Big, big, uh, floor show floor. Yep. Lots of, lots of attendees. They, it's all lots of customers attended. of ours. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they love us there. And you um, made the rounds like he got to go with you. So one thing that we do when we're on, uh, out touring yep. basically is that we go see all of our existing customers as many as which we our possibly competition can. does not yeah our competition does not do so if you're listening maybe you guys should step your fucking game up no why? or, or Sh- don't i mean we're still gonna beat Ixnay you on that. <laughs> yeah, we will beat you um but yeah we were going to see some existings uh we picked up uh yeah we did pick up a new customer on that deal too yeah actually absolutely uh, visiting with them so all a positive experience um and then I went to Anchorage for what was like a day and a half in Anchorage. Um, normally a really long trip, but uh, thank you for legalizing pot up there. Uh, shout out to Alaska. Uh, you now have a lot of my money again. Uh, solid day and a half. And and do do a little flight comparison for me because I know that flight is dude, it was kind of a bitch. It, it was a bitch, dude. You got to take the red eye back. But it's not Boston. No, it's not getting it, coast to coast. You, I forgot that straight shot up Seattle. Like, Three and, you and a half can hours. Do a full Seattle. day of business when yep. you land if no, you want to. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, honestly. Um, no, it was good. We saw. I saw customers. Uh, one of your uh, favorite customers. Uh, Alaska is an interesting market for us because it's so. Um, on an island, so to speak, which obviously it's not an island, unless <laughs> but, you're Kodiak. Kodiak is on an island, but uh, I mean, there, there now are we're just, islands. we're splitting hairs. Uh, are we, or I, are I, we being geographically correct? Uh, well, there's a straight there, too. If you yeah, want to be straight with me, Ooh, we can do that, too. Lay it Let's straight. Do that. Lay it straight. Yeah, what, is it, what is it when you're surrounded by three sides of water, but the fourth is not? It Isn't is that called, a yeah, peninsula? it's called, no, no, dipshit. It's a, it starts with an I. It's an, an ellipsis I, or a, a islet. 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 Right? No, it's no, not an islet. No. It is a. Um, We're an idiot. God damn it, young, hey, young, young, young Austin, look it up, please. Yeah, please. Uh, and it's the city of Madison, Wisconsin, is one of these cities, and it does start with an I. But I don't know if you can count the whole state of Alaska as the same thing. Absolutely not. No? But it's where you're surrounded on three different bodies of water. Uh, does yeah, it have please to be look three that different. Or uh, three bodies? Yeah, I, th- I believe so. That you're. Yeah, we'll, we'll see right. here. We'll find out. Uh, but anyways, Alaska was productive. You take that red eye back, which we know. Well, I can't hear you because you have to pull the mic up. It's peninsula. No, that's absolutely not accurate. Uh, if you can't a do piece your job, no, no, no. Water, I want you to look up. Onto a body want, of water. No, there's three bodies of water around it. I want you to look up what Madison, Wisconsin. I'm gonna pull a Rogan right the, now. It is the only. It is the only capital, and, and it starts with an I. It's either an ip. Ips. It's not an ips anything. Yes, it is. It starts with it's. There's no listening g- audience. I, I know you're worth me right now. So um, anyhow, we'll look that back up. Uh, but yeah, Anchorage was good. It was a quick day hey, and a half. Got some. Huh? Yeah. So your flight home. What didn't you do this time? I didn't, that caused you pain in the past. 
One time, dude. <laughs> one time? Talk to us about the trap of the fucking red eye back from Alaska. Well, they start running them every half hour on the half hour. Uh, like to, 11, right? Or, about, no, 12.30 is the first one. 12.30 is the first one. And to Seattle and Portland, they start shuttling people out. Yeah. So they can get in at 5.30 a.m. so they can catch connectors. Yeah. Makes perfect sense on paper. Um, but what you don't want to do is usually drink your way, power your drinking through, and then sit in the lobby waiting for your flight because you could get tapped on the shoulder by a service agent saying, sir, 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 sir. Uh, I'm like, I'm on the Seattle flight. No, you're not. <laughs> that uh, one left, that sir. That one left, sir. <laughs> I may have. Well, Young Jamie. A peninsula is a large area of land no, I, surrounded God by water damn on three it, kid. sides. I'm, it is I, usually I, larger than a cape. No, I, an, inlet, an inlet is a. It's not an inlet water. either. That it's not an inlet. Water. It's not an inlet. Hey, I will ever, look it up. We're not going to talk over each other because that was my one criticism of the last podcast. <laughs> Are you done talking? Because right now, <laughs> my anger is I over the top. I wish people could see your face. Oh, I'm so pissed. Uh, I will look up the proper word and I will share it with you here. I just, I might have to share it on the next episode because I don't want to take That's the time. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, but anyway, do don't fall asleep in front of your no, gate. No, they tap you on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, I made that flight. I make them all uh, one way or the other. And uh, yeah, I was able to actually take the 130 flight this time and was home and yeah. lickety split. Yeah. Uh, that next morning, though. So while while the entire night you're powering through on the plane, right? Correct. You land at 930. And you think you're getting a lot of sleep, but you it's do. only three and a half hours. It's, it's not a long no, flight. No, and then that two-hour delay in Seattle is what kicks oh, your ass. Oh, it's great Portland, walking right? around, and <laughs> yeah. everybody's just half fucking bleary-eyed. Getting and, your steps. You know, there, there's 69,000 people at the Starbucks. Yeah. And the, the Dude, Burger that King Starbucks line up. in the Seattle airport. Airport. Oh, my it's goodness. Silly. People, you got to figure out a different way to get your silly. coffee or just maybe silly. not. Actually, and this one was Portland, and they were just backed up forever. Yeah. So, again, if you walk down half the way in the it's Seagate, and there's a shout-out to you people. There's a bunch of fucking coffee down in the middle of the Seagates, like C10 through C16. Get away from C1 and get away from the Starbucks. Yep. Shout out to PDX being probably the best airport in the western United States, if not if maybe not, the continental U.S. Yeah. Beer prices are fair. That's no, the best. They have good local, good beer on t- on tap in Ooh, places. Oh, and shade out, shout out to another James the Bartender. Yeah, James, James the, bartender. the Bartender. in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. A-Gates? Or what, what gates are those? He is the A-Gates. A-Gate. If you're ever in Alaska, he is Laurel the daytime Wood. bartender at the Laurelwood Brewery. Shout out Laurelwood. You can sponsor us at any time. Anytime. Anytime. Uh, they, uh, James is... Good people, man. He is, yeah. I talk he remembers you every time. Every, every time, time you're in there. we talk warrior basketball. He and hates again, my warriors. It makes <laughs> me so happy. But thank you to all the professional bartenders out there. Yeah, uh, all the Jameses. Yeah, absolutely. That's going to be an episode. I yeah. thought. No, did we, we are. talk about that at one time? Uh, I don't know if we brought it up, but the Boston, we, got, we got the Boston gym. Whoa, whoa. Oh, eh, eh. <laughs> oh, you almost you were so <laughs> the Boston. Want, nah, thank you. He's, you get. I love it. Listen, I love it. You know how much he loves his accent. Uh, but yeah, we got. Uh, Jim the bartender at the Union Oyster Bar. Yeah. And then we got uh, little Jimmy Matty. Yeah. My buddy that Over on uh, the works cliffs. on the on the on the left coast, yep. as they like to say, yep. uh, at the cliffs. So uh, now we add uh, another James the bartender That's from right. Oregon. So we are gonna start a show, Jim the Bartender. Yeah, we're gonna bring these people in. Absolutely. Get them on get them on the mic. Yep. Um yeah, Anchorage, and then uh, me and the newbie went out to Deadwood, South Dakota. Which is always an exciting market. Yep, yep, um, because we own that market, actually. So, uh, Despite not owning it. Well, we kind of do. Despite uh, we own getting the hill kicked country. out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, by one. <laughs> uh, but this other company loves us, and uh, 
we uh, we had a pretty decent show. It was a new market with this company, and uh, but then we have lots of existing customers. So um, newbie got to uh, meet and greet with uh, a lot of existing customers, and um, I'm going to let you get on the mic real quick. What was the one thing that they said about our fine little company to a person? That the support is unparalleled. That's uh, you get it. Ev- you get it every time from almost everyone, every existing customer I've talked to. That's huge. That's yep. huge for us as a business. That's huge yep. for our support team to hear that. And again, I you know I can't put into perspective if we're a team of fifteen, sixteen people, and you know eight of them are support, and four of them have started in the last ninety to you know one hundred and twenty days. And we're still able to maintain a level of support that's better than our competition as people are learning and doing doing what they have to do. Uh, that that's just crazy to me. It's mind boggling. Um, and and I know from being on the inside that w- you know we're constantly working on our processes and and, and refining everything. Uh, it, it just it doesn't equate, right? Like how can <laughs> how can our competition or our marketplace just be so subpar? They're just kind of cocks about it, you know. Isn't and it awesome? It is. It is. They I just, love it. They're all about growth, 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 and fucking. Uh, we're all about um, taking care of customers. If it if it shows well, up, if the money. There. Well, that's what you do. You just you can't think about uh, how much money you want to make. It, you just take care of the customers. The money will come in. It, yeah. It's just like anything else. And, yeah. and don't worry about. I don't know. Uh, again, none of us are getting rich around here, but we're doing it the right way. We wake up every day um, excited. Well, excited and also passionate about what we do. Yeah. And, uh, I'm proud of what we do. That, that might be the the one thing I can say without question. Is we're proud of what we do, and um, I enjoy that. So but let's reset not the dial. To get sappy, no, but. but let's reset the dial. Right. My first experience with our support was back at our little fine sports bar called Stubbs, where our software was written and developed, and and we really became a company because of the opportunity that we had there. Uh, and and just to put it in perspective, this was a seventy seat or seventy eight uh, not at, seat that, occupancy. No, no, no. No, no, 101 occupancy. Well, 70 in the front, uh, 37 <laughs> in the back. Because what I had to do is Whoa. take two different occupancies because it was two different buildings. Yes. Because otherwise I wouldn't have hit FCO. And the reason was for direct TV. The difference in cost if my occupancy was like huge. Yeah. So I told yeah. the, I begged the fire marshal when I was over. And I'm like, dude. You got to I said, this. call this one area this and the other area this. He's like, yeah. I, I can do that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that is why that became, um, I think it was 73 and 30. Yeah, I always want to yep. say thirty-seven because yeah. of uh, the movie Clerks, but anybody out there. <laughs> um, anyhow, uh, yeah, that that was Stubbs. Yeah, said. yeah. So and and I remember you know running Stubbs or whatever and having to call in to support at the end of the night, and I I knew that I was rousting somebody out of the bed, but I needed help, and that phone call always got answered or returned. Uh, yeah, my son loved it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and <laughs> yeah, just, our, our first support team yeah my son and a couple of it his was, buddies it was actually uh not your son it at was, that point it was mike uh it was the other m yeah uh no uh ram, ram. E? yeah e i don't know what to say but uh but one of our first employees ever here you yep. know uh and and yeah he, he, he you know despite not wanting to take care of me he always did yep uh and and i think that set the precedent for me when i came in and i, I knew what, what level of service i needed to provide because i've been on the other end of that uh that phone call and i think that's huge and all the restaurateurs out there and the small ones right that occupancy and your your fire permits and your health permits we understand and you're not alone man every marketplace every city like very rarely do they just green flag you and let you go uh it's always a hurdle and we see it every day so we empathize with you we know what you're up against um it's just one of the toughest businesses in the world yeah 
that they, we sell to. There's so many. You'd think that a, a local government would just say, hey, we've got one person that's going to handle the restaurants, and they do all your permits, right? Or we've got one group of people. Whoa, commie. I know. Slow your roll, dude. <laughs> America. I'm just trying to streamline some shit. Well, man. yeah, yeah. Are you? <laughs> I, I would hope. Um, All right. Well. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so Stubbs, you know, so we got the occupancy. We're a little two terminal sports bar, and it's really like one and a half. And I put I put things into terminals because it kind of. When you do what we do, it, it kind of helps you gauge the size of the business. When you go in somewhere to a coffee shop and you see one computer or you go to a nice restaurant and you see five computers everywhere and you got servers yeah. everywhere, it just it gives you a size or an idea of the scale of the operation. Yeah, go to an Outback Steakhouse yeah. versus you know Joe's Coffee Shop. Yep. One versus five or six, yep. a lot different. And, and we, we play all, all ends. All we ends. have little coffee shops with one terminal up to uh, a hockey rink that has 35 iPads yeah. and yeah. does $20,000 an yeah so, uh, crazy it, yeah it's it, it's all across the board um but go ahead yeah no i just i just want to set the tone for for what Stubbs was and where we came from and and kind of uh just i mean it was the greatest sports bar on paper ever so and and what what do you think made that the greatest sports bar on paper what what well, about one was the sausage fest every night <laughs> every like if, night. A, if a good looking gal we, came in oh, the she regulars was, would crap oh, themselves yeah. they wouldn't know every, what to do every, every night. head turned oh my when God, the door it was, opened it reminds me of the old cartoon like the old Bugs Bunny cartoons with the wolf where yes. his tongue would stick yes. out and their eyeballs oh, would pop out every I time. swear that's exactly it was like oh, Looney Tune shit man <laughs> god damn people have you never seen a woman most of the women were married yeah yeah oh they're all there just secretaries from like the places that work behind us because yep, yep. we had a lot of office buildings they're yep. like realtors yep. and uh well not really the realtors it was more the title gals yes Those title gals yeah yeah and then uh they partay they do they know how to get down and then also the uh we had like a a word uh, it was like a, a trivia question of the day <laughs> is that what you're talking about <laughs> win a free pbr god damn i was good at that i'd come up with a trivia question and people would come running to try to beat me for a free sixteen ounce pint of PBR, oh, and they, they would get, get the so sports mad. Trivia. They would. They would get so mad if yeah, they didn't they, if they didn't get it right, oh, or they and thought. I would, that, and I would love it. I'd rub it <laughs> in their face for a free PBR. And most of the time, people to do like I had more people turn down the free PBR. Than, you know, I had that happen, <laughs> and I find that to be a shame. It is because you know, I mean, while we're all. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes pe- people look down on PBR, and, and I, I mean, hate that. It's free beer. Absolutely, I mean, I'll take a PBR over Coors Light all, all day. day, all day, all day. It has PBR, taste. PBR now, it might not be the best taste, but it does have a flavor. It does absolutely. Yeah, uh, and if you're camping, you telling me you're going to turn down a, a cold, cold PBR, ice cold PBR, never, ever, never. Uh, although I will say, I think head to head, I don't know. This might be my regional emphasis, but I think I'd take a Rainier over a PBR, and and I think it really is uh, Rainier <laughs> beer. I remember that commercial. Uh, so also, let's talk. I mean, because we are engaging with the restaurant side of this, you yeah. always maintained PBR on top, uh, and. And for several different reasons. One was the the inspiration for the bar, Joe Joe's being yep. out of uh, Long it? Beach, Long California. Beach? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the pickled eggs as well. And yep. I, I mean, a little I don't tweaked want... recipe, but yep, yep. absolutely. Uh, but also the highlight. A tavern. You used like to have a, the shorties. It's an old-fashioned tavern. Yeah, old-fashioned yes. tavern. Uh, with a sports emphasis for you. So, yeah, schooners were a big part. And, man, you were 10 years, I want to say, too early. Because you bought all this outdated technology in your TVs. Your direct TV boxes were fucking ghetto. You, you, 
Yeah. I would have killed it now. I know. So we didn't play music nope. specifically. Yeah. Two rules. Yep. Music and what else did we not show on the te- television set that got me in trouble all the time? Fucking news channels. No. Oh. What else? I don't know. NASCAR. NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, little Austin. Yeah. Uh, see, I would I not show NASCAR because I did not consider it a sport. And I used to get... So, I lost a few customers because I would not show NASCAR. Now, that said, as soon as I turned my fucking back, guys like JJ, Absolutely. when he was a bartender, would just kowtow to the, the customer. The reason I didn't know and, that and rule. It would, there, would, there would be NASCAR on whatever it takes, Bill. Hey, Steve. Hey, Bill, you want to sit here and spend 30 bucks with me? I'll put your NASCAR yeah, on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Why don't you raise that skirt up a little higher? And I can't... I can't... I should have been more loyal to you, Steve, as the owner. <laughs> you paid me a living wage as an hourly rate, and I wanted to say, hey, my three fifteen an hour was So let's talk about stealing from the owner's blind. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, because JJ stole from me, and fuck, I'm not stupid. No. I'm not stupid. I know but, when his but buddies came all you came restaurateurs in. out there and bar, yeah. bar owners, you guys got to realize. You're getting Family, friends, bartenders, employees. I'm sorry. The, there is, this industry is built on people thinking that giving a free beer or you know hooking somebody up with something is going to equal more tips. And I'll, I'll be flat out honest. I played enough of those fucking experiments. By the end of it, nobody got shit for free because it never worked. Nope. I, I used to give sodas for free thinking I'd see that extra little something. No. Nope. Raise this fucking well, average ticket price. Dude, dude, dude. Raise. Those were the Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? That was the same guy drinking the fucking Sprite on a Saturday well, at table 11. It was a six top and it's like, hey, Broham, but that I'm was not the... refilling your fucking Sprite every goddamn hour and a half while you're spending a dollar seventy-five that you aren't going to tip me on. Okay, I got a six top waiting for it right now. Do you feel better? Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> Did you get that off your chest? Uh, you but... said you wanted to talk Restaurant. No, I do, and I do. But but all you restaurateurs out there, if you think that people aren't stealing from you, and and again, it's a, it's a handful of fries or a large pizza or whatever it is, it all walks out the back door. Steve and I are, I mean, pretty much as close of friends as as I mean I have in my life. At this Absolutely, point. Uh, we've been doing this long enough. We know each other. Uh, he treats me like family. I treat him like family. And there, there's no question in my mind that at one point, like, yeah, I, I gave beer away, dude, and and. It was all, all day, but, but part of it too is that and expectation of sure, customers. I know, I know you didn't drink while you were on the job. You would have never had any beers while you were bartending on Friday night. Uh, you know, I tried that, but again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that. I don't have that within me to maintain what I need to do. Because again, I was a greedy son of a bitch, Steve. I didn't want help, so I sent servers yeah. home. Remember back to let's I, let's have a flashback to his greediness. That's why he got fucking food poisoning because he wouldn't give me the shrimp. See, so it's a callback. There's a theme here, right? Absolutely. Kid wouldn't share his shrimp. He got fucking food poisoning. <laughs> I'd send servers home, so I couldn't drink on the job. He would. Whereas, he would work his Tuesday nights. Like nobody's gonna work with me. Thursday. Oh, no, it was Thursday. It was your night. That's 150 right. bucks a night in cash every. Thursday. If I made less than 150 in cash, I was fucking mad. That impacted my night. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. yeah. So, so you would give some more beer away to no, hope for bigger tips. No, no I'm not sorry. at all. Um, but man, and uh, yeah, God, I, you want to see me get going. Uh, there was a Thursday night that I'll never forget. I had a piece of shit cook that we paid 12 bucks an hour. <laughs> Take a number. Yeah. <laughs> he was not the only one. Don't get me wrong. He rode his bike to work that night. And he had... Uh, you an, still have not narrowed the scope. He had an opportunity for some pussy. And so he was going to check out early that night rather than staying until 10 when the kitchen closes. He had all his side work done at 9.15. Absolutely. He, he snuck out the back door and I caught him hopping on his bike as he was getting right away. Right away. God, and he I had regulars, car at that point, right? I had <laughs> regulars text me saying, hey, we're on our way. We're bringing 20 people. We uh, want food. And I, 
I went out there and caught his ass and I said, what the fuck do you think you're doing? Uh, my confrontation did nothing to slow him. He rode away as fast as he could, and I ended up making all that food by myself, bartending, running so, the place. So let me. I think the menu just got slimmed down to chicken tenders no. and fries. No man, these were, you were making pizzas. You Dude, were making sandies. I made so much fucking. Money. And by the way, we had <laughs> here it goes that greedy son of a bitch. But <clears throat> we did have good food. Uh, I will. I will say this. Uh, we were a pub. It's not hard, people. No. Do do invest a little bit of effort. Some of the best sandwiches uh, in the town, in the town uh, that I've ever had. Actually, I, I will I will put the sandwiches we made up against anybody's. Um, we use locally also, sourced bread that was yep. freshly made and uh, delivered to our restaurant. And it came out of that oven, the village bro. loaf from Zeppeli Bakery and Shout Boise. Shout out, they're a customer. Yeah, you can make a killer sandwich with that thing. Mm. We used to run it through our pizza oven and toast it for yep. people that wanted it. Uh, the Wanamaker was kind of a build your own thing, and that motherfucker was a bitch to ring in on our point of sale because remember yeah. version one we were Trimmings. taking around little palm pilot pdas they're dell axioms actually steve will correct me but we had little styluses and we had this version of our software called small code it was just this white and blue text I'd kill for small code it was dude. awful but when you're sitting there and somebody's listing off 18 fucking toppings for their sandwich and they're doing one half versus the other and check they want box, check uh, box. Dude, it was brutal. My first, my first day on the job or first week, whatever. I I had a wanna wanamakers used to kick my ass, man. They still haunt me. Yep. When people would just start rattling off toppings. So why like was I it called the wanamaker? Because you could build it. No, 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 no. Oh, it's the trophy. You, well, everything you did was off of all the sandwiches oh, were trophies, yep. right? Pizzas were pizzas were also trophies, but hockey trophies. Yes, yes. Stanley, Hobie Baker. Uh, oh. Uh, what else? The, well, those are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I know the Stanley, the, the Hobie Baker was so good. The Hobie Baker, uh, the one that we stayed away from when we were doing branding, uh, was um, anybody know what you give to the best goaltender? What's that award called? Anybody? I know what it is. It's spelled V E Z I N A. No, I do not. Okay. Did you get the? Did you spell that out for yourself? Vizina. 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's Vesna, but all uh, I wanted was people ordering Vizinas all the day. It's please like, don't. Hey, please don't. That's why we the didn't. We didn't have it. Young was no, we talk, So Ray and I talked about this. I'm like, dude, if they're ordering Vizina, it's like, yeah, I wish I could deliver a Vizina that easily. Yeah, it's not that easy. Uh, so no, we when we were doing our branding, the Vizina slash Vesna did not make it. That's why the Hobie Baker, which is. You guys probably don't even know what that's for. I looked it up at one point, but I lost interest. One stub was over. It's the Heisman uh, equivalent for college hockey. Ooh, nice. Yep. Nice, nice. We used to have a Hobie Baker Award player uh, that played for the Idaho Steelheads years ago by the name of Cal Ingraham. He was a stud. Who was actually a regular at Stubbs when he had his insurance. He used to come in there Cal and Cal and I would shoot the shit. Cal he was a great It was almost guy. a local legend. He was amazing. One of the best hockey players I've ever ever seen if he was not five three and i swear cal if you're an inch over yeah i know you're lying uh and that's the only thing that kept you out of the nhl and you know it if you were five seven yeah honestly (laughs) he had the best hands he had the quickest fucking hands i've ever seen in hockey yes i mean he could skate so shout out cal i know you'll never hear this but that's honestly you were a good customer you were a good guy too I, i enjoyed talking to you at the pub many times uh, one of my favorite nights was a night, uh, a guy came in and gave me a hundred dollar bill for a tip for no fucking reason. And I was so thankful, no free beer at all. And he gave me a hundred dollar bill. It was a good night. Good night. 
All right, that is those are a sidebar. Like, no, I, I didn't want to get into. It. I just I, he was he was he's somewhat of a famous guy. He was a wrestler, a boy, like a Boise kid. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, as far as famous people, we uh, had a couple. We, yeah, uh, we had the. Uh, Did Harmon ever come in? Uh, Coach Few uh, and I shot the shit on a Sunday. Uh, Coach Few from Gonzaga, and a co- shout out, Coach, if you ever get word of this, because you sent a signed Corey Violet jersey oh. and a thank you card to me that we displayed that we proudly. displayed prominently and I just that uh that shows every time I root for your team because uh your class act yeah that that showed me more than a hell of a lot of people but absolutely I, I would have to say Harmon Killebrew uh I got to play 18 uh holes of golf with a hall of famer and he came in and signed a stub shirt which now hangs in my office here at, uh it's one of the few things I was able to take uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that, we're not going to go into that too long, but uh, we'll get but there. <laughs> playing eighteen holes with Harmon Killebrew and uh, and um, him dining at Stubbs, it got no fucking better. And he was salt o the earth. Really, as I mean, good a people as they you are. have to be though to to live through what he lived through. <laughs> I mean, uh, wasn't he famous for the botch play? For what? Wasn't he, didn't he okay, botch a play? Okay. See, this is my boy Jay. Uh, yeah, I get fucked up. So that <laughs> might be the second most favorite or famous person to eat there. Okay. And he was going to be, the reason he ate there is he was going to be an investor in Camu. Oh. I was trying to get 500 grand out of Billy Buckner. Oh, you did do a very good job. He did do a very good job. Billy Buck is a Boise guy, and I've had lunch with him a couple different times, and he was going to be an original investor from a connection to a connection in Camu. And you know what he ended up doing? What? He would kill to have me back. He invested in a, and you can look this up, young Austin. He had a car dealership out in Emmett. He invested oh, yeah. all of it into a car dealership who is now bankrupt. Uh, he, I think he lost everything on that. But Billy Buck was a nice, nice man. Could hit like a mother. And yeah, yeah it's a shame he's re- he is uh, known for the 86 World sorry, Series. Sorry, Harmon. I didn't mean to. Harmon. <laughs> I didn't mean to do Hall that to Hall of Famer. You. <laughs> uh <laughs> You've actually, I've taken you on Killebrew Drive. Do you know where Killebrew Drive is? Either one of you. You both have been on it with me. Really? Absolutely. Oh, sure. No. God. <laughs> People, listening audience, holy crap. This is what I, I am the old guy and I remember everything. I take these kids. JJ, so our newbie, A, Austin, he, uh, he's like what JJ was about six or seven years ago, taking him on the road and kind of, but I, 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 I grooming is grooming what we call it. to a certain degree. Uh, Killaboo Drive uh, is in Minnesota, in Bloomington, right next to the airport. It's right next to the IKEA, yeah. right next to you know it. You see it right now. Yeah. You can picture it. Yeah, yeah. you missed that one. Yeah. You, you had to think about that. Yeah. That one hurts. Yeah, I shouldn't because he was a good twin, right? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah. I've Hall mentioned it several yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> I can't mention this enough. So here's the problem with our relationship, our friendship. Uh, he talks a lot, and I don't listen most of the time. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so he finds himself repeating himself a lot, asking me if I remember things, and you know, quite frankly, I don't. <laughs> I've had that issue with a lot of people. They do tune me off, and I, I get it. I, I call it a talent. It. I, don't, I don't know what everybody else calls it, but I feel like I'm gifted. <laughs> well, <laughs> that can be taken however you choose to. <laughs> short buster here. And I don't mean that's that. Fair. That's not no, out no, it. No. I love but, all you short bus people that are listening. <laughs> that is not. That if is you're absolutely a, in no way a shout out that, that, that those are good people. Just like JJ. He just said we're close friends, so yes. I obviously look past it. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. So back to Stubbs. We had famous people in. One of the best parts of Stubbs that I never really got 
the full effect of because you got to understand i came into the stubs picture as steve was transitioning away and really focusing on camu and trying to like make this business become a business and so stubby he was our 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 mascot uh he was the ticket stub that I can't remember who drew the picture. It was Ray's nephew okay. drew it, okay. and it was actually a pretty cool drawing. It was a, although everybody thought he looked Tally. like who? Tally. Tally from South Park. So if you don't know what we're talking about, it was a ticket stub that was Tally. He looked exactly like Tally. <laughs> but it was awesome. He was ours. Who is one of my favorite characters uh, on South Park. Little Austin has Tally tattooed on oh, his Holy <laughs> shit, man. He just showed us his tattoo. We will take a picture yes. and post that on the website. Yes because uh, we did not prop that. So one of Stubby's greatest calls, so Stubby had a blog, and Stubby would talk about uh, current sports events, and it was a Super Bowl call. We were Okay, so yeah, so let's slow down a little bit. I thought we were actually cutting edge. Austin and I were talking about this when we were in Deadwood the, uh, out there. We had a webcam. We had a website that was interactive. I had a computer that was a public-facing computer so people could play bets, although most people use it looking at porn. But, and, and, <laughs> but that said, it was it, the ri- original intention is to uh, bet and also solve betting um, issues. Well, betting is- bar fights. <laughs> yeah. So it used to be when we were old, you know, again, I'm old, 52. Yeah. We used to have to call people in the middle of the night and say, hey, God, mom, uh, who, who was this? This, this. And they're like, you're drunk. It's fucking midnight. Nobody wants to hear from you. So thank God for the, for the internet, internet, right? Yes. So my idea was when I started this pub in 2001 was, you know, all these conversations that happen over beers and what have you always lead to, no, fucker, I know, no, you know. And so let's look it up on the internet. Yes. And, and it solved a lot napkin, of issues. What is a napkin bet? Uh, well, the napkin bets obviously were written down in drunken stupors, and so they would be remembered and paid off at a certain Absolutely. point. Absolutely. We yeah. used to keep them behind the bar in a schooner, and they would be recalled, and they would be, sometimes there's future bets, sometimes yeah. there were, you know, <laughs> current current bets that you had to bring up the next day, but napkin bets, uh, they're forever a part of me. I love them. I actually miss them. We need to start, we need to start implementing the napkin bet here in the office. I like that. Uh, we need to bring those back. I like that. And I think we can. I think we um, can too. As we just had our first foray into betting over yes, this last week. Yes. Uh, uh, what else on Stubbs? Uh, we haven't gotten to Stubby's greatest call, and we got to talk about it. You know, I don't like to brag, but I will. Uh, it was obviously we had. It was well, our wait. F- was it you or was it Stubby? Because again, oh, I wrote. Oh, Stubby is yeah. Stubby wrote his own article. <laughs> it was not me. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, but it was the prediction of the first Super Bowl win by the New England Patriots. I had written. And you can go look this up in the archives. I'm sure it's on the Internet Archive somewhere. Somewhere, uh, A last-second field goal by Adam Vinatieri will beat the Los Angeles Rams. Oh, excuse me, St. Louis Rams. And that's how the Patriots, who were a 14-point underdog, will win the game, all in writing. And, well, lo and behold, it did happen. That's exactly what happened. Uh I miss those. I used to. I, I used to give uh, betting advice every uh, <laughs> every Friday. God, I miss doing that. And so, just just to bring this full circle and really paint a picture for you guys, Steve talked about the computer being there for people to be able to place bets, and then he was also ranting about the guy that would drink the soda for a dollar seventy five and not tip. Well, this same guy would hang out with me on every shift, and he would. He was a giant Mormon, and. Giant in stature, uh, also uh, a, big, a big contributor to the LDS Church. Uh, but he used Stubbs for his place to come do his illegal gambling or legal, legal. I mean, 
either way, we were his outlet, and he. I finally at the end I was, see I see his real estate stuff all the, <laughs> the time out there. And I love the guy. So, you know, no no I'm I'm going to keep the name close to my vest. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but at the end it, he was playing live fucking video blackjack for like hundreds of dollars a hand on this computer that barely ran. It was like a TRS-80. It, it was barely like, like no, that thing from was, all the porn. Oh, and the, dude, we had to clean that shit up. <laughs> And beers built on Constantly. it. Constantly. Oh, it was just horrible. We used to beat that thing up. But anyways, uh, yeah, it, it, the sports bar was great. Uh, but we empathize with the restaurant tours. Uh, Stubby was great. You're going to hear us call back to Stubby. Hopefully Stubby maybe uh, gets involved in the podcast. Somehow. Oh, that would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Because we, we are we are struggling to find a way. We're, we're big sports fans. Uh, and, and currently Steve and I sit in a fantasy baseball league. Uh, it's a head-to-head league with 12 teams. Uh Two divisions, six teams in each division. Uh, however, Steve and I don't always play each other every week. The Spud Division and the Seaweed Division. See? This is made up of uh, longtime friends from where I grew up on the coast of California, and that makes up the Seaweed Division. I am the only Idaho person in the Seaweed Division. Everybody else is seaweed-bound. Uh, <laughs> the Spud Division is made up of Idaho residents, um, and uh, it's been... An ongoing league for I think almost ten to twelve years now, and these are—it's a good callback because uh, a couple of them were, were Stubbs regulars when I first opened, and I have not seen these guys in twelve, fourteen years. Yeah. But they still every play the year they play in the league. That's They're right. Fired up, yeah, and it's awesome. It is awesome, uh, and it's cool. You know, the the fantasy baseball world—it's blown up into daily fantasy and stuff like that. But I love long-standing traditional fantasy baseball leagues. It's, it's the best this year. Uh, Steve's struggling. I've been trying to give him some advice, and I'm not telling you I got the answer. You know what? My team's <laughs> not very good either. But I did just wipe the fucking floor with Mr. Lipkin. It was great. It was, it was the Lipkin boys. Yeah. He took I, us both to the cleaners on the same Steve one. Yeah. Me and the boy the don't same. fucking talk about it. <laughs> uh, and they got off hot, too. They got So we do a two-week scoring period, and they got off hot in the first weekend, and then it just got away from them. And I don't know what happened because my team just – I can tell you what happened. Oh. It's called DL. Oh, man. really? Really? I own the designate – I'm just I, I don't want to talk. Why are we having this conversation? You see how riled I am right now. I've never had a just, shitty start like this in fantasy. Like I'm, I'm better than this, man. Jacob Degrom, what the hell? <laughs> I'm surprised you weren't trotting Matt Harvey out there with his recent fortune. No offense, Matt. Um, yeah, dude, Cincinnati Reds, welcome to seven and twenty-seven. I was really, I was really hoping for the Mariners to go get. <laughs> Is that the sad? dark night. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Dark. Yeah, real dark. Um, anyways, fantasy baseball. We said this is not going to be a, a sports program, yeah, but even though I can do we, that. We do want to. We do want to work that into our episode somehow. So we're yep. we're listening. If uh, if you guys out there have uh, input, want to talk something, let us know. Um, but anyways, moving back to small business restaurant tours, where we got our start. Um, we empathize. We we want you guys to be able to know that uh, we understand where you're coming from, and that's part of who we are as a company. That that supply, you know, we're one of the suppliers out there, um, and it's hard. You know, people steal from you, and it, and it's almost it's the only industry where stealing is expected. Almost, you know, uh, and for you guys, I I talk to people every day. People aren't stealing from me. Um, right now, part of the reason this is such a fresh topic is that I've I've every day I'm on the phone with people trying to figure out how to balance and it's always you're just short 
<laughs> you're just short. We're running the numbers. They're stealing from yeah, you. Yeah. Somebody's got their hand in the till. Do you share the till? Oh, yeah, we have four or five people. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Yeah. No generic employees. No no shared tills. Make people be responsible for their sales, their cash, their money. One button click is not the end of the world, Absolutely. Folks. And watch out for fucking credit card processors. I'm so sick of cleaning up their mess, man. Enough and, of you people. Yeah. You guys aren't, you're not looking out for your customers, so you're quit telling them that you are. Yeah. All right. At all. All right. Honestly, and, you make our fucking life a, a, just a hell. Yeah. Yeah. We take our shit seriously and you don't. Yeah. And it really sucks. Yeah. It does. Uh, little Austin, hook me up with the with my with my outline. <laughs> I might have to edit this part out. <laughs> I can do that now, though. So let's go into Sharks, Warriors, Steve's Antics in general. Space goal we haven't hit, or the the good pace and the historical the historical pace okay. and how we're demoing. You've hit everything else. I think we hit the antics. We got no antics to talk about. Uh, you know, I do. I do want to expand on the article I sent you. I thought that would be great material. The TSA pre-check, the clear, uh, and and this this right. <laughs> I see it when I travel with you. This this right that you think you have to not wait in a fucking line. I it's shouldn't ki- have to. It's kind of ridiculous. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. No, it's not. <laughs> it I, is. I don't. I know. I mean, I, I'm not Austin, and I don't. I don't want to go through twice for for God's <laughs> sake. But e- even the once, I shouldn't have to take anything off. I was so pissed. Uh, he he saw it. Was I not angry in Rapid City because they don't have one? They're so small. They don't have a real TSA. So they're like, uh, you got to take your computer out of your backpack yeah. and your liquids, yeah. but you can leave your shoes on. And they always just get a fucking just i give them this most sour look because i'm not happy it's like not why we do this so why is it how how what is it about tsa that has allowed us to monetize right like again part of the reason tsa exists is because we have this giant fear that you know homeland security and that we're not safe but for $85 for a five-year period and a background check, which is great, right? Or 100 and whatever dollars it is for the clear. Why Why are we able to just pay this money and say, yeah, we're, we're better? Than, I mean, it, are they really, like, are the background checks enough? Like, are the fingerprints enough for us? For, for I mean, is it worth it? Or did they just monetize us? You know, I, I kind of feel what like. What was that last part? Yeah, yeah, right? Come on, dude. Pay to play. What's up with that? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. That's all it is. And, and I don't like your attitude because for a long time I didn't have TSA pre-check. Yeah. So Steve would always be at the bar having a beer. Always. He was usually a third of the way through it by the time I got through security in the Anthony, normal. And the, and the normal yeah. line. It was always a race. Shout out to my girl there. I forget your name, but we've been working <laughs> together for eight years. SeaTac <laughs> Bar at Anthony's. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Uh, uh, and then, you know, one of the one of the cool parts about Camu recently was uh our friday morning meeting last last week we we met with the team and we drew names for horses yes for the kentucky derby yeah but we didn't tell them what we didn't tell anybody what the names meant no i passed the bowl around with 16 different names on it with just the names of the horses so things like promises fulfilled and magnum moon yeah magnum moon and my boy jack and justified well justified nobody picked that except that was the last one left for well me i was the one that came up with the idea and i said okay you guys all get first crack and i ended up with justify so um it worked out it really worked and out. and we put a 50 dollar gift card as the reward and i think they chowed on some tacos they today, did dude, yeah right? the office because i donated tacos. it back we're gonna i think i'm gonna do the same thing for the preakness coming up yeah uh and yeah um 
I'm gonna hold on to justify. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I might let everybody <laughs> have a shot at it. I thought about it. Now that you guys thought I rigged it, I was thinking as I was walking it, it's like, fuck. I'll just tape that one down to the bottom, and I'll have him shuffle it because <laughs> now I will rig it. And you see, when I talk about Steve's antics, that uh, he oh. might be slightly competitive. And when you say, "Hey, there's a there's money on the line," even though it's not, like he doesn't care about the money, donate it. <laughs> I might have let everybody but know several times that I had won. trying to ski so that he can win again. Never. Never. Audience, not I wouldn't Steve. do that. Not Steve. Nope. Um, but that, that meeting where we got the team together, we had a little fun. The mood was light. We're busy right now. Uh, and and you walked away from that meeting. I think everybody did feeling good, man. It was it was a good vibe at the company. Uh, and and those days, uh, I don't want to say they're few and far between, but they're definitely, you know, it, it's definitely something that we realize that we can create, right? Like it's not, it's not something that, uh, I don't know where I was going, but no, I hear you. What you're saying is that, uh, right now it feels good. Um, yeah. and, uh, we've been doing it for a while as we've shared with the audience, yeah. but, uh, it, it feels, uh, just different. We just feel like we have a really good team and, and we say this every time, but we, we honestly, we have a saying and, uh, we get better with each new hire and we we usually prove that out. Like we have swung and missed before but um when you're going to again what book did you just get uh i got uh, failure is an option failure is an option and i gotta be honest man we fail every day but yep. we also don't we try really really hard not to repeat those failures yep and and i see the importance of failing it's huge yeah you got it that means you're taking risks right and i I'm mean sure we've mentioned it before obstacles the way was a huge influence yeah uh, we expect adversity how we deal with adversity is the key uh, and we're getting better and better uh, we're not perfect yeah, but we continue yeah. to strive to get better, and that's the key with uh, anybody out there. It, it get better. It's it's hard. It's but simple, get better. But, but, it's hard, but it's hard, right? And I think I think I've been realizing this in all my avenues of life is that like keep it simple. It may not be easy, but simple will work, right? You'll get to the other side, one foot in front of the other, one moment at a time, one one day at a time. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, there's a reason for yeah. that. Yeah, and it, it echoes, man, and, and we see it uh, on a daily business or daily basis running the business. Business and uh, life. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, I just wanted people to know that you know the, those good vibes. Like you, also take ownership, right? Take ownership of of the scenario and and know that you know one thing that was made very evident to me recently was just you know we can control what what we're doing, what what the environment is, right? Like we have a say in and how we wake up and how we attack the day and, and how the people around us do that, right? Every day. Active role. Take an active role in what you're doing. Yep. Own uh, it. Own yeah. it. If you don't like it, change it. Yep. Yeah. And we all have the ability to change. Again, not easy. No. But doable. Yeah, for sure. Um and we're going for a float tomorrow, so yeah. maybe uh, we'll have some float updates uh, on the next episode. For sure. Yeah. We love floating. Love floating, dude. Um, okay. I think I'm good, dude. Anything else? That's it? Yeah. That's a wrap. I think right? so. Yeah. Let's Those get are out. our little adventures. We're, we're going to yeah. try and get back more often. Um, uh, absolutely, we will be. Yeah. So, so thank you for listening. Peace out. Thank Peace you out. very much.